Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 195 of the After Lodge Podcast, brought to you on the other side of the Crusade for Puppies. <laughs> Joined as always by, uh, once again on camera, showing his face to the world, uh, worshipless producer Bruce. They, they can't Goody. see me doing that. Who can? It's an audio show. Thank God for the rest of the world. Why am I on camera? Because we all have faces for radio. <laughs> mm-hmm. That uh, demented cackle you hear in the background is our own Sir John of Pennsylvania. Indeed, I'm glad you threw the uh, descriptor demented in there, too. That was nice touch. <laughs> always, always. And uh, Jeff is here. Instead of helping his his brother get ready for some trade show, so you know, I have that's not my job. Yeah. Or at least back half. He didn't job. ask. If he if he asked for help, I would give him. Help. Yeah, yeah, it's not my job. Oh, my brother's busy. All that stuff. And of course, we have worshipful brother squared. Worshipful brother squared. Who? Any more titles? Like the uh, like the herpes of the show. Because we get a little too stressed. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. He's a, a herpetic master. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. So, what's going on with you fellas? Let's see. Uh... 
My lodge hosted a bowling tourney in which I was the only member of the, our lodge to show up for. Wow. Nice. Actually, we had plenty of, uh, we had enough for a couple of teams from other lodges, so it was still entertaining for me. Um, but again, you know, I had Dakota number seven all over everything, and uh, yeah, it was just me as the master oh, wow. and the guy who organized it. John, I'm like, I, I can't think of a, of a nice way to say this, but it kind of needs to be said. Like, I've heard all these things that you've done for your lodge and, you know, all these things you're trying to do to get attendance up and get people to show up. Your lodge kind of sucks. Hey, <laughs> you're not the only person that thinks that right now. Like, you're awesome. <laughs> I don't know about well, anybody else, though. You're supposed to begin that with no offense, but... Isn't he right. joining well, after Lodge Lodge? Oh, I mean, okay, but Harlan, I kind of meant offense. Dollars, yes. Like, like change doesn't happen un unless you cause offense, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. True. Don't get me wrong; I don't have any like ideas or solutions. Well, it's a, I I handed out a, a full calendar for the ensuing year back in the very end of January, and it was like, okay, so. This month, our big thing was our, our outing was our bowling tourney. Last month, it was the showing at 33 and beyond. Next month is supposed to be, uh, we have a street caves up here that were used during Prohibition. That's now a nightclub and a swing dance club. And it was like, all right, bring all bring the wives out dancing on Thursday night. Yep. Um, two months from now, it was uh, uh, one of the local casinos has a riverboat. We're going to pile on that for dinner. And I don't see any of these happening. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, like, I mean, what's what's the deal? Uh, okay, let me let me start here. How many members of your lodge are under forty? Hmm, that even excludes me at this point. So I'll point that out. Thanks, Dick. Under uh, <laughs> forty-five, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> under fifty. Um, actually, a halfway decent amount, but the problem is. So when I joined my lodge, I think I, I became my legend lodge. Let me be specific. Uh, uh, this lodge in 2012, maybe 2013. No, 2011. Sorry. Um, we still had a membership in the triple digits, and now we're at like 36, 34, somewhere Members? in that ballpark. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And our lodge is number seven. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 blood members, because um, we've actually and I hate to say this, but I'm just gonna we've had a couple of really bad masters in the east. Um, and admittedly, I probably haven't done my best, but I've also been put in for the third time to fix things again. So which again is it always a bad sign? Okay, so so this time, like no offense, and I actually don't mean offense. <laughs> Oh boy! Because <laughs> we all know I'm with easily punch. offended. So what was that thought, Bruce? I cut you off. Have uh, Have y'all talked about merging? Yes, we're we're in the process of selling or building and relocating. Um, there are we've got two past masters that'll kick and scream and say, "Well, everybody in the lodge wants the lodge to stay in town." Well, the no. people that live in town. Don't show up for lodge. I was going to say they they got to show up if if they want to have a say, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It. Well, they only have to show up that night, though. So. 
Yeah, that but I mean, so we we look at people that have come into Lodge, and over the past six years, maybe, um, people have found their way to Lodge, where they've reached out and contacted us, and we have a past master that'll yip and bitch about, we need to bring our friends into Lodge. Well, the problem is, we've done that, and it's all people from out of town, because it's all the out-of-town guys are the most active. And we all hang out with other Masons, so exactly who are we supposed to bring into our lodge? Okay, but you, you've got your own building, or you share it with another nope, we own our own built. We own our own building, we're trying to offload it like a hot rock. Because it's an albatross. Which hopefully by May 1st, we will be out of that building. How far distance-wise is the next nearest lodge? 15 miles. That's a, that's a little rural. Which I actually drive past two but lodges to get to my lodge. At least you have to cross two bridges compared to our area. area. Yes, actually, I have to cross two bridges to get to my lodge, Harlan. Yeah. Uh. One, one if I go the long way. Yeah. Well, they're both less than ten years old, but you know, take that for what it's worth. Well, yeah, it's because the other ones fell. Yeah, I would okay. point out that the uh, the people that made the walking bridge in Florida that just went kaplooey. Yeah, it's too soon, all, John. It's too soon. Well, I understand that, but I will point out that's the same firm that rebuilt our bridge that fell over. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 So, when did uh, a bridge fall in Florida? A yeah, walking about bridge. A about, yeah. It nah, was a couple weeks all ago. over the news for days. Yeah. Well, it was when, a walking bridge across the highway. When they signed hmm. the contract, they were still. Oh, that one. You know, yeah. One for yeah. one or something. Yeah. It's, it's like, hey, we're okay. 100% on safe bridges. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you're a company and you have like a massive bridge collapse, like maybe you can recover from that with a lot of PR and backroom deals and discounts. Change your name. If you have two, two, (laughs) how are you still in business? (laughs) To to be fair, they didn't build the first one that fell over. They built a replacement. So we're all kind of really keeping an eye on that son of a bitch. (laughs) Change your name. What is it? Bridges or Blackwater? Uh, mm. 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 Just saying. Good. I'm. That's going in the show notes. <laughs> Some defense contractors and concrete work. What? Yeah. So. But yeah. Uh, so hold on. Hold, let me. Let me real quick. Right. Just one last one last thought I have. So I'm I'm like a big I'm a big proponent of logic, and I've always said like two is a coincidence and three is a pattern, but I feel like when it comes to bridges collapsing, two is a pattern. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's... <laughs> I see. I thought you were gonna go back to lodge membership and lack of attendance on that one, but you know I, I applaud you for skirting off of that and going straight to. Failed infrastructure. Well, I mean, I like the, the, there's there's similarities. collapsing. Those bridges are collapsing. These are all related problems, right? The the apathy that led to our collapsing infrastructure is the same sort of social apathy that's led to collapsing lodges. So you're saying what happens in operative masonry to cause problems can also show up figuratively and speculatively right. yes. masonry. That's what I do. I drink. And I know things. And I know things. I approve of uh, that glass. 
I'm also clacking my uh, metal skull around still. Still rocking this from Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I would be. I wish yeah. I could drink it at Lodge, but, you know, our master won't let me drink alcohol at Lodge, so. You think that I care? Sucks. I do think you care, actually. I think you care a lot. You just don't know that you care yet. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be the uh, lead in tune for the show. It's gonna be "We Care a Lot" by Faith No More. Okay. <laughs> well, I Classic. will uh, jot that down. <laughs> See, I come in handy every once in a while, Ireland. Not often. Every now and again. And if I uh, if I ever need like one of those little bridges across the ditch in front of my house, I'll give someone else a call. So, fair enough. We, uh, we're here on the other side of our uh, Pancakes for Puppies crusade that uh, I insist was an utter failure because there are still puppies being euthanized here as recently as this morning. Tony promised me that wasn't going to happen anymore. No, he said if we do this breakfast, no more puppies are going to die. And then there are still puppies dying, Mike. They're still dying. Of old age. They're puppies, man. That would not make them a puppy. <laughs> just all, just all dogs are puppies, okay? I mean, puppies can't die of old age. That sounds like a blues song or something. <laughs> we made just shy of 36,000 pancakes, and they're still puppies dying. What was it all for, Mike? What would well, you make for? them out of? Puppies. Cats. <laughs> Cats. It's pancakes with puppies. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't see the underline for the emphasis in the sentence. I'm sorry. That's... Well, the, so the guy no. was Chinese. English wasn't really his first language preposition. <laughs> this went yeah. over great in Korea. I don't know what the hell the problem is here. Maybe it was Korean. I, I don't know. They all look the same. Oh, no. See, people saw, the, people saw the Facebook oh, advertisement, oh. and they were like, oh, we're going to eat pancakes with puppies. No. Wrong kind of with, before anybody gets the shit out of you. shape, Korea's where they do that. <laughs> before anybody gets bent out of shape, Korea's where that happens. I thought that was cats. Or is that... No, negative. Little column A, little column B. <laughs> know, little column when, unknown. When, whatever it takes to fuel those actions per second in the StarCraft. <laughs> is it cats? Is that what does it? Cats do have really good reflexes. All of a sudden, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I quit playing, dude. I progressed far enough up the ladder that like every guy I ran into had the little the the South Korean flag. And you were like, "Nope, I'm done." Yeah, I like I you know what? what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll over and quit now. Like I'll forfeit mm -hmm. this match. I'm about to waste three minutes of my life. More and more symbols in their names, and you're like, oh, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, like I, that's what happens in StarCraft. As you progress up the ladder, you see more and more Koreans until. You just stop progressing up the ladder and then eventually stop playing. So, yeah. So you turn into China? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. No, what I'm doing is making a racial stereotype that, you know, all of the best StarCraft players are South Korean. Although, so all turns the best out that's Starcraft actually. StarCraft players true. are South Korean. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like some of the best Eve Online players are Russian, and apparently it's insensitive to say that. But then you get in the game, and there's like Russian corporations that just—that's because 
to efficiently run a ship that takes 2,000 people to run, you have to have effective communism in place, a.k.a. Russia. That could make I thought sense. they were just rushing around everywhere. They might. Uh-huh. They might actually be uh-huh. a better space. Really, you've never played it for that. There is no rushing in that game. No. There, apparently, there's a lot. Eve is uh, Eve is a special kind of game designed for a special kind of socio or person, and <laughs> uh, the tears are delicious, and the game is fun. I heard about that uh, like a, I don't know, it was a long time ago, but um, some giant inside job espionage where they like stole everything or something and yeah we like call that and Eve. well it was like hundreds of thousands of real life dollars worth of stuff or something like that and it was like and then the game developers is like well sorry that's the game yep that <laughs> happens every week like you oh, knew what you were like getting so into big. This one was so big, it, like I saw it in my Google News feed. I don't ever see anything about Eve. Yeah. Well, because like they get hyped up every now and again, but like that literally happens, like tens of thousands of dollars lost in some battle. Maybe this like, one was millions of dollars. Then it was a lot. I know the one you're talking about. Um, that was when uh, I think that was when Test went up against uh, the Goon Squad. And anyway, I know yeah. far too much about Eve Online. So. Uh, Apparently so. I won't say why. I just read a lot about it. Mm-hmm. It's called. I don't, time, I don't have time for video games anymore. But when I did, I used to read about Eve Online. I never played it because only sociopaths play that game, and I'm not a sociopath. But I've heard that never it's. you sleep at night. It's very popular. It's like all of my favorite things. It's like spaceships and spreadsheets. And stealing shit. And tears. Like real tears. Not like the temporary <laughs> tears like in World of Warcraft where somebody's like, oh, I lost that thing and now I'm not going to get the ranking I wanted or whatever. Like real tears. Like you just ruined some guy's month. Maybe even his whole year. Yeah, this isn't like you get mad and you throw a controller and break it. This is like you ruin somebody's life. Oh, Don't it's, get mad. it's delicious. The tears are glad. Tears are quite delicious. I mean, so I've heard. Um, and it's it's not like people will target you if it's obvious that you have a lot of time invested in whatever it is you have going on just to make you cry. Because that would be mean. But uh, anyway, moving on to a, a more wholesome topic. Back to the puppies. Uh, how did the puppy breakfast go? Mike, um, delicious. Yeah, so we had we had this event planned for months in advance. You know, people knew about it. You know, like all right, well, great. You know, one of the biggest things is our biggest breakfast pro- probably ever, and um, half my usual working staff decided that they were not going to be there. I mean, who like work and stuff like priorities? They need to get their that stuff straight. But anyways. Um, <coughs> Yeah, so my usual staff wasn't there. I had to haul my entire family in there, including... Okay, the hold, 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 real quick. Uh, Marshall and Ray, didn't you have their schedule, like, six months ago for this for this day, for every day? Like, hasn't their schedule been set in stone for almost a year? Yeah, but I didn't look at that. That's their job, just to get off. Giggity. Okay. Go on. 
<laughs> no, that, that's their, that's that's on them. They're supposed to ask off for those days. That's not mommy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, and uh, one of our uh, one of our brothers, that's a normal helper, decided to, which I don't discourage it. Of course, he's he's a, a member of another lodge, um, and he has started the breakfast at that lodge. It just happened to be the first breakfast of that lodge the same day as our giant pancake breakfast for puppies. So how long had he been planning like that as his opening day? He couldn't have pushed it back two weeks. I have no idea. No one knew like no one knew until he posted on Facebook, like two days before saying breakfast at this lodge. First one he didn't ever, even tell you. Saturday. No, he didn't tell me. He didn't, um, tell Shane, he didn't tell Josh. He didn't mention. I thought he mentioned it on Slack. He might. No. Have. I found this I, out. I never noticed it. I was at the uh, the Libertarian Party convention, and I had uh, forgotten my gavel, and I was far away from home, but I was near to Scotty, so I decided to ring him up on Facebook and see if he could bring me a gavel, and he's like, nah, man, I'm cooking breakfast, and I was like, Mike roped you into that, and then, and then I found out. Well, oh, he's wow. got, his lodge has their breakfast, too. Yeah, that's, that's what he was cooking. Yeah, so anyways, wound up having to bring my wife, daughter, and foreign exchange student to to have extra help. I granted we had uh landscaper Josh, he showed up and helped, which was surprising. He was there at six AM, so Poor girl. that was impressive. That is surprising. Yeah, and he actually helped. He wasn't just standing around this time, so he must have felt guilty about the other guy not being there. Yeah, probably. And then uh Yeah. Or he'd be adopting a dog, so he wanted to get there early so he could get first pick. That's probably oh, that's actually. right. He 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 did he did adopt a dog. Um, <laughs> Grand Sensor Bob uh, was there as well. Of course, I was worried about that one, but it wasn't actually bad. So he was uh he just he wasn't even all there. He was kind of sick or something like like not feeling well, headache or something. So he just kind of did what I told him to do, which was surprising. Hmm. Weird that. Yeah, so that was nice. And then he left early, which is fine. He left before cleanup, which okay, thanks. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that the show went on without me. Uh, I understand that I am a critical component to this breakfast, and I appreciate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You weren't there either. I, I never noticed you were missing. <laughs> Ow! Ow! See, he only mentioned Feel the regular sting, master. Feel that sting. Ow. I was busy trying to make our state a better place. By How'd that go? Well, actually, um, <laughs> I pulled some political maneuvers that impress even me. You promised uh, us all you were going to get yes, run out. Are you still the head of the party? Last week, you said I, that. I so, I thought that. Um, and the people <laughs> attempting it failed with flying colors so much so that they lost half their caucus to my camp nice. like in the first two hours Damn. So, yeah um well that sounds time. pretty that sounds like a good flip of the boat there yeah it's it's it is what it is it's politics but now we got a it's campaign season so we're in the ground the only problem is i uh I wasn't counting on having to go to New Orleans around the time of, you know, our big, uh, big fair. And now I don't know how I'm going to do around that. the time or the same weekend, uh, the same, like 
during our big big fair. Um, oh, I mean, y'all don't need me for that. I, I just like write the checks and take the money and whatnot at that event. But um, the problem is, like, doesn't everybody just instinctively want, you know, hey, where's Harlan? Yes. Or is that so? We need to pay the answer to Command One, and he's the only one left who will. I'm a uh, I'm a comfort to to my brethren, uh, and I will not be there to comfort them. Well, I might be. I'm trying no, that's, to. That's actually the biggest issue. Is I need somebody to hang out with, and if he's not going to be there, like, what am I even going to do? Like, I'm going to have to help well, people and shit. You hang out with nipples. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm I'm not uh, I'm not certain that I'm going to to, uh, to New Orleans yet. Um, I may send the vice chair. Uh, it's all in the air at the moment. But I what kind, so what kind of fear are we talking about? So this is the one we do around Independence Ooh. Day, county thing. Yeah, and it's uh, we have a a city park, and we pack it out with. Well, normally we would have a carnival, but after last year, it's uh, we basically rent all of the bouncy houses in this entire region of the country, and we put them all in one place and charge tickets. We have like a bunch of local bands of some repute on the stage. All the politicians are there running exhibits and churches and whatnot. And there's lots of speeches. And then at night, there is a very large, like $40,000 large uh, fireworks show that everybody came out to see. One year, we had like a World War II reenactment with a bunch of tanks and stuff. It, it's, it's massive. I think the police count last year, Mike, is it always around like 35,000 people? Yeah, give or take. It's a large operation, and it pretty much falls squarely on on our lodge. Uh, we, we started outsourcing some things. So, for instance, we hire the local high school athletics teams to man the bouncy houses, and we have a church that we hire to run parking for us. So it's getting better in that respect. We make enough money now that we can... <clears throat> farm out some of the operations to other community groups. But even still, just running the logistics of this thing, when you think about, you know, there's maybe ten of us on a on a good year. It, Ouch. It is big unfortunately it's like the golden handcuffs. Like we're addicted to the money, so we can't stop doing it in spite of the strain that it places on our lives. Um that new parking lot that we got done Last fall was because of this thing. Um, a lot of our philanthropy comes from this. We have the smaller city fair that we do in our local town. Uh, that's <coughs> about as painful, but makes far less money. But it's our town, and you know our city kind of expects us to do it now. So that's actually going to be the weekend before this year. So we're just going to have back-to-back. It's, it's going to be rough. Ouch. That's not a uh, Harlan. You know better words than that. We'll get through it, Bruce. We'll get through Hell it. Hell on earth. Yeah, of course you'll get through it. You're you're gonna be in New Orleans. Right, right. Y'all will get through it. You'll be just fine. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that for sure at all. Um, I mean the New Orleans part. I know that we'll get through this. We always do. <laughs> um, you know, Nibbles shows up and saves the day. Uh. 
the things I never thought I'd hear in a sentence. Yeah, and also like agrees to pay people more money than we agreed, and all sorts of other things that. Yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. Um. He went from "we're gonna get through it" to "we're gonna be okay." Yeah. In like sentences. Been a weird, weird frame of mind today. So it's yeah. We we are we're kind of host, but we, we don't have a choice. Like this is what our lodge does. He writes checks that we can't cash, and then we go. Oh, we have a choice. Street. We go work the street corners, and then we eventually come up with the money. Metaphorical money on a metaphorical street corner. <laughs> metaphorical <laughs> tasks. Anyway. I, say, I, I don't know how you do it because we do our big annual, and I hate to say big, but at least annual is accurate, where we set up a food booth at our city fair. And it's been the same, like, six guys and their families that have kept it running for the last five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And progressively losing money. And the same guy that given about us moving the lodge out of town are the same ones that are saying, we need to do this because this is what makes us money. And yep. they're also the same guys that don't show up. We used to, uh, we used to have the fish fry that was that exact same story, except much more than annual. Uh, we were losing money on it, and the old guys insisted that if we closed the fish fry, we may as well pack it all in. And But they never came to the fish fry, let alone work it. Um, it sounds like John's Lodge. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was rough. Eventually, uh, long story short, I took over the fish fry and then killed it. Um, it's now gone, and we are much better for it. So sometimes you just got to gotta cut your losses, you know? got to... I mean, it sounds like you're you're in the business of pissing people off, so you know why not? Usually, good son, bad guy. Yeah. It's a good hobby to have. It is. Uh, it used to be mine before, you know, my brother came along and before he got paid you know, to do it. Bigger asshole. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's a <laughs> or not. Everybody else laughed. <laughs> yeah. That's funny right there. <laughs> mm. Is, he, is he talking about my asshole again? Yes. Yes, I am. You just brush and box. And... So, uh, today, as I had ranted to you guys before, uh, was my, my first day of reporting for jury duty here in our Ram-ram. county. Yeah, so it was fun. I had to be there at 9 a.m. And I, uh, of course, left early um, to get there on time. And I'm glad I did. I envisioned scenes from my cousin Vinny. Uh, So I got to the courthouse and and time was fine. But then once I got in the parking lot, like it took almost 25 minutes to get across the parking lot to a parking space. I'm like, why are all these people here? And then I went to the courthouse, and like the security line is backed out the door and down the stairs. So then that took forever. Then I get upstairs to the courtroom and realize, oh, well, that's because there's like, eventually I found out about 360 people packed in here. Why are there so many jurors? Reporting for duty or cases? No, it's this is the first day, like the jury selection summons. Yeah. 
It's not even a selection. Uh, just where I don't they think they get in. that many people in my town. So, well, they don't. We've got a lot more courts to fill. Well, there's a method to the madness, though. In your town, like, you get summons for jury duty, and you're going to do it every day for, like, two weeks. That is true. Here, it's it's for three months, but it's not every day. It's So I have to call every night down to the clerk's office to see if I have to come in the next day. Mm. Anyway, I got in the every room. Night? Oh. And there's yeah, I got like three months? Yes. And there's, like, nowhere to sit down. Oh my god. They're going to get more chairs or whatever. And me without thinking, I'm just like, well, I'm 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 not doing this. So I just walked uh like walked across the bar and sat down in the jury box because normally when I go to court, that's that's what the lawyers do. And then I got like this real dirty look from this bailiff I'd never seen before. And he starts walking over like like I've committed some horrible crime. And I was getting ready to like show it out with his bailiff before anybody even gets there. Like, look, buddy, I'm allowed to sit on this side of the bar. <laughs> down. But it didn't get that far because our um, our I need to change the title here to make it more generic. Uh, our district attorney uh, then showed up <laughs> and sat down next to me. And then I immediately regretted. Sitting there, <laughs> making yourself stand anyway. out. Well, no, it, it's because then she wanted to talk. There's like a big political scandal going on at the moment over her firing somebody, and she knows I'm working for Tony. And anyway, um, <laughs> tallest Blake gets the so, gets the lawnmower first. Finally, the judge comes in, and then they give us all the spiel about you know what an excusable thing it is, and how all this works, and um, then. You know, everything takes forever. Like, the roll call for 300 and something people was, like, an hour by itself. And then the judge asked people who are looking to be excused or think they have an exemption or whatever to, like, line up and then come up to the bench one at a time, and that took forever. And eventually it got done, and he told us we were all dismissed. So then I thought this was when I was going to go have my, my chat with the judge because I had this, this whole thing worked out, like, you know, Your Honor, I'm never going to be on a jury. You know that. I know that. Do I really have to come here every time I get called and wait to be struck so I can be sent home? Like, it's a huge waste of all of our time. So I laid a speech on him, and I knew what he was going to say because judges are predictable in some cases. So I, I got the, the typical, you know, as an officer of this court, you understand more than most the importance of appearances and even mm -hmm. if, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. I was expecting mm -hmm. that, but it was worth a try, right? It was worth a try. What's the harm? Except then, then it got worse. Because then, then I got masoned. Because yeah, well, then the speech oh. turned into Freemasonry as the harbingers of Western civilization means that you should be extra sensitive to the obligations of jury duty and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so I just shit. started laying it on. Now, fortunately, oh we're like up at the bench <laughs> and the white noise thing's on, so nobody else can hear this. But so you guys know, like, this, this judge is a very prominent Mason in our area. He was district deputy like a couple years before me. Um, he's still very involved. He's like the, the big dude in our Grand Lodge uh, Judicial Committee. Like he's, he's in it. So having this guy give me the lecture was weird because normally I'm the one that does the lecturing on these sorts of things. So not only did I lose, which I was expecting, but I got shamed. Uh, so long story short... Um, we got jury duty for the next three months, and he did. He did. You know, he did help out. Like he's understanding. He gave me his like personal number to call if I have like a conflict with another court, 
you know, like I've got called in for a hearing in one place, but I got jury duty. He's like, just call me and we'll, I'll straighten it out with the other judge. You know, you're not going to like lose your practice or something over this. So he's very helpful and nice, but the, the masonry thing stung a little bit. <laughs> Turn the white noise on you. On, on oh, well, it, it was on the whole time. But the, yeah. Um, you know what's funniest about this to me is if we were to jump forward 20 years and Harlan's in the judge's chair and some Harlan comes up and tries to get out of it, Harlan would give that dude the exact same talk that dude gave Harlan. <laughs> he would. Well, if he was a Mason, yes. Yes, I mean, it was a... He made a very valid point. Like, uh, we as Freemasons should be extra sensitive to our civic duties. Harbingers um, of civilization. Yeah, namely, you know, jury duty being one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Selective service would be another. That that actually... Shame on you, Harlan. That came up on a on a show a long time ago was uh should your lodge ever admit somebody who I thought it did would you ever allow somebody to join your lodge who had not registered for selective service like should that be something our investigators get away with that who hadn't registered yeah yeah I mean considering isn't that a felony offense to not register uh, it depends on the circumstance. It's not always. There's a lot of people that don't. Because um, I didn't register at first when I got my first letter, like the day before my 18th birthday. But I got another one uh, about two months later saying you have 30 days to register or we will be knocking on your door. Yeah, we're going to come know, find you. I mean, I just wonder if that's like should be on our investigating committee's forum is like. No. Um. You know, if somebody's under 26 or even if they're over, like, did you register for selective service the entire time you should have? It, it raised this thing about Masons and civic duty. And he got me thinking as I was driving home, wallering in my own shame. Um, I mean, like, you're not wrong and that I believe, obviously, everybody should be. But, like, I, I feel like there's enough in place to, yeah. to, to enforce that. Like, why, why should we ask? Like, if we're going to ask that, there's a lot of other things we should ask. Well, there is. And there's a lot concerning, of concerning, you know, civic duty. Yeah. That we don't ask. Like, do you have you? Uh, nah, you're not gonna ask <laughs> do you that. pick up litter when you see it on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> have you voted at every primary and general election? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. No, stuff, stuff like that. It, it, and if not, explain why. But it's not like I'm trying to escape doing my civic duty. Like, I understand that. Not not as a mason as much as as a lawyer. Like, it, it's necessary. And I'm willing to do that if I thought it was ever going to happen. Like, my problem is I'm not going to be on a jury. And so I'm just going to have to, like, show up when I get called and then wait for all the questions when they ask, is anybody here a lawyer? And then get struck and then wait till, like, 11 or noon when they tell me I can go home. And I might have to do that for three months. It, it, that, that was what my beef was about. Not being a harbinger. Um, but I'm supposed to be setting the example to the community because, you know, they all recognize that I'm a lawyer because of my stunt of sitting in the jury box. And so now <laughs> showing off. Dumbass. Now all of the, uh, now all the other jurors are, you know, looking to me. And and so when they see me show up, like they feel less bad. Like, hmm, even the lawyers got to do this. Yes. So, uh, yes, we all do it. Mr. Mr. Foreman of the jury, how do you plan on uh, addressing this issue? Oh, I, I was going to say, like, is, is there a chance that you would ever not get dismissed? 
Yeah, uh, there is. I'm actually, I was talking to some guys today about ways that I could try to make that happen and like purposefully get put on a jury. Um, <laughs> one of the favorite examples that was put forward to me is when they ask if you're an attorney, you say yes, but I'm also, you know, an impartial officer of this court capable of rendering a fair verdict. So huh. you probably want me on the jury unless you're planning on pulling some like sneaky lawyer procedural stunts that I'm going to see right through. In which case, you don't want me on the jury. <laughs> and you say that in front of all the other prospective jurors. So then if they strike you... <laughs> yeah. That's good. So I may try that once and see how it works out. I had a buddy that said it works every time. Um, and then you get on the jury, and then you go back in the deliberation room, and then close the door. And then you're like, all right, fellas, the man is keeping you down. Let me tell you about nullification. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't actually do that for any any fellow members of the bar. This is a comedy show. We tell a lot of jokes. Um, please don't, please don't get me in trouble. It was a joke. I would never promote jury nullification in public. Um, yeah, it's not so, public. What happens in that room stays in that room. I'll I know. Exception That's of my point, Jeff. Let's let it go. So. Move on. Yeah. When I got called in on jury duty a couple of years back, um, I was in the last quarter of the year, so uh, October, November, December. I got called in once, showed up, and 48 other people also showed up. And of course, they were like, "Uh, yeah, so they just kind of picked 12 randomly or whatever, and then the rest could leave without even asking questions. And crap, it was crazy. I mean, they asked the questions after they picked the 12, but... That's how that works. Um, it's called uh, Voidir, Voider, Verdeer, and every other mispronunciation I've heard today. I was going to say, you're a lawyer. You're supposed to say that shit. Yes. Well, I've, I've never been called. So, like, there was... So, back when I lived with my parents, it was a long, long, long time ago, like, maybe six weeks after I moved out... I got a letter there saying I should report or whatever, but it was a different county. So I, like, I don't want to say I ignored it, but I didn't even find out about it until maybe a month after they got the letter. So it, I guess it's entirely possible I've got a warrant out in that county. Like, I don't know. Well, but I'm not anything about it. I just, like, I, I ignored it when I did find out, but it was, it was too late then. Give Harlan said, let me find out. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Harlan. <laughs> I don't want to know. Wouldn't you want to know that? So, like, the next time you get pulled over for a speeding ticket, you know whether or not to stop or, you know, use Take that off. Mustang for its intended purpose? Run. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you looked me up, like, two or three months ago. I might have. You asked me to do that once. For the other thing. I did. So yeah, there was nothing there then. Um, it's just contempt's rough, man. It's not. It's not like you get arrested for committing some crime where you're guaranteed an arraignment hearing, like by Tuesday morning or whatever. Um, you know, when you're in contempt, you're you're in contempt Con till the judge. Contempt gets is subjective as hell, as well. Yeah, so the judge gets around to dealing with you, and so you know if you get a judge, Power of like, a judge. that you ignored them for two years then, you know, maybe they let you stew in there for a couple weeks before they decide to get around to hauling you into court and asking why you missed jury duty. 
Uh, they can. That's the thing with judges. They're scary like that. Yeah, but I don't. I don't live in your county. I don't have to answer to you. Well, you you get to say I don't that. Think. Well, you would get to say that. You know, eventually, when the judge decided <laughs> to pull you out of jail and talk to you. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And then maybe maybe even apologize as you know she let you go home, but you still spent two weeks in the pen. Right, right. Uh, contempt sucks, man. I mean, I've I've never been there, but like the whole idea gives me the willies. And that's why everybody's super nice to judges. Except for John. I feel like John's got a story. He's giving me that look. <laughs> no, I've never I've been in contempt. Not... I feel like John I has a lot of history for judges. John, do you have a <laughs> yeah. do you have a history? Prior to law enforcement, yes. <laughs> And Did you that stunt from the movie? Enforcement. Hopefully, I'm done with judges. And the judge is like, "You're out of order." And then you started screaming, "No, you're out of order! This court's out of order! <laughs> you can't handle the truth." Is there hauling I mean, you, you out? Can, you're the judge, but show up in a suit made out of leather. <laughs> oh, that might have been the other giveaway. As I was in a suit, and like everybody else is in like seriously t-shirts. Dude, I should have guessed. Rube, what do you knew? I was going to court. You wear a suit. Not as the defendant, you. You were going to court as a juror. I wore a tie when I went. Maybe both times. I'm an officer of the court. I wear a suit, and also, uh, I don't stand and raise my right hand when they were swearing everyone in, and that got some eyeballs too. I was really messing with this bailiff. So. Yeah, is that, is that not a thing you do? I mean, yeah, usually I do just because I don't like to cause a scene. But this morning I was all about like causing scenes because I, you know, why not? You wanted to bailiff. Bitch, 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 bitch. You've done everything you can to stand out so far, right? Yes. He's like, I'm gonna go sit in this special area because I'm special, and yep. I'm gonna give the bailiff dirty looks, and I'm gonna dare him to come say something to me. I oh, hope he does. Special. So hold oh on. Oh my god, I never want to be a Shriner. Also, I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> so, as you guys, as you guys may know, Fuck. if you've done this jury duty thing, it is extremely boring, like beyond boring for this initial thing, because you're just sitting there while like people wait in line to turn in a paper or whatever. So, yes, I was doing whatever I could do to amuse myself because I didn't bring a book or anything. So, yes. <laughs> is there free Wi-Fi? You were so convinced you were going to get out of it, you just brought nothing. There is. There is a. Uh... Harlan thought he would like walk in, like be like sup to the bailiff or the judge or something, and then turn around and walk out. <laughs> well, they all they all know who I am, uh, except for this bailiff. Apparently, you yeah, got the one bailiff. The bailiff was new. I'd never seen him before. West side. I'm reminded of. I'm on the west side of the bar. Like, yeah. I'm reminded um, of one of those like that '70s shows, you know, dramatizations where they think they look up in the air and they just imagine what it's going to go like. Yeah, it didn't go anything like that. It went with uh, me getting a fatherly lecture from a <laughs> senior past master who's also a judge. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, that, my friends, is justice. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, next time I'll know to bring something to read. And also, the last time I did jury duty, I lived in a different county. Like, I lived in the big city, and I wasn't an attorney, but... 
I got summons to go and it was like two weeks and like you showed up on the first day and you're you know you're doing stuff you're not just like sitting there waiting on 300 people to wait in line to turn in papers and stuff so i didn't bring anything but my notebook because i that the last time i did jury duty that that's how it went um i was not aware of, of how this county in particular does that because i don't really do much jury trials so i've never never dealt with juries here either way uh, until now so yeah it was uh it was a good time <laughs> so i'm sure i'll be ranting about it uh over the successive 3 months on the show oh this is going to be fun the good news mike is i got excused for the city fair um i knew you would care about that so being a civic event I don't have to worry about coming in those days. Right, and considering the bench is a member of the craft. That has nothing to do with that, John. Let's not start conspiracy <laughs> theories. But I may also have been excused for the big fireworks show, too. Um, mm-hmm. They're weekends. Uh, no, no, they are not. Like, the events are weekends, but, like, there's Friday during the day that we're busy, and usually the day before... And our city fair is on Thursday, too, and I need Wednesday. So, yeah, I got all those days Um, because it's a civic function and our judge cares about the community. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yeah. There's a big meeting at work that I didn't get excused, but I got the fairs, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What was I going to say there? I can't remember. Uh, At least the first time I got called in as a non-defendant to court, I sat in the very far back. Granted, I took in one of the bailiff's chairs in the very far back because I was showing up as an off-duty cop for court. And the bailiff walked in and looked over at me, and I just went, What? <laughs> it was a small enough jurisdiction. We all knew each other. Like Harlan, Harlan, you might as well just hopped right up in the batter's box up there. Uh, <laughs> look at me! Look at me! I don't want to be here. Look at me! Look at me! Yes, um, <laughs> dumbass. I was punished for that mistake separately when I had to talk to the DA for like half an hour. So, yeah. <laughs> I dubbed the attorney. Well, that was that was politics. Anyway, it's uh, it was an eventful morning. <laughs> and then I went to the office, and uh, they were all excited about uh, you know, like, so you're done with that, right? We don't have to worry about this anymore. And then I had to, then I had to explain that they do have to worry about this. Every um, parked in the boss's spot. Yep, so I, I basically had to send word around to, like, don't schedule any meetings with me before noon for, like, the next three months because I can't guarantee I'm going to be there. Um, which was quickly followed with a barrage of meeting requests for, like, 9 a.m. all over the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> My coworkers love me, too. <laughs> I- <laughs> Outstanding. It's good to be loved. 
I feel like I get the treatment at work that I get at Lodge, that I get at court, that I get everywhere. I feel like you get the exact treatment you deserve. I'm sensing a common denominator here. Right? I might I'm the hero that you people deserve. <laughs> but not the one we need? No, I, that, that was never part of the equation. Um, also, uh, you can't have any electronic devices out in the courtroom or in the jury. Even when you're one of 400 people waiting for your name to be called? Uh, yeah, you could today. That was one of the things they're letting us know. And then the judge is like, so bring a book. It's a thing that we used to have, but people don't have anymore. And shit. And I was like, crap, I don't. All of the books that I want to read are they're they're on my Kindle. I don't I don't own a book. I don't have like physical books. Hey Harlan, I've got this giant stack of magazines about the bar from like the nineteen nineties, nineteen eighties, if you want to read some. So, of what? so then I thought, well what luck? I'm gonna go to borders and like buy an actual book, but there's no borders anymore because it's a mattress store now. So, mm-hmm. so Damn, it's been a long time since you bought a book. <laughs> yes, yes. Amazon has like owned my life for a very long time. I yeah. bought my first Kindle with like credit card point points up. back when like the black and white ink Kindle was like the only one you could get, like mm-hmm. just the basic Kindle. I still have that. And it had the ink, is what yes. it was called. And it was cool as hell. Awesome. And then it I was. I still have one. Books on Amazon. It's so the only here. books on my bookshelf are like Masonic books or religious books or law books. They're not like right there reading books. Is that Kindle? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. So that was what I was thinking when he was like, bring a book. And I'm like, no problem. I'll bring my whole library. Can't have any electronic devices. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Dude, just sit there and make sure everybody can see Helter Skelter. Maybe. Yes. Ooh. And I'm gonna bring get your move from jury duty. I'm gonna Just bring saying. Chuck Dunning's book, and huh. then I'm gonna practice contemplative masonry. Like because you'll have plenty of time to contemplate your life. Yes, and, and masonry messed up with it. Or, or, or I got a better idea, and I, I appreciate the irony of my own statement. There a copy of Mind Comfort. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I was just going to suggest like the biggest law book you own, but I don't think I don't think you understand the county that we live in. So if I had mine, that would get you elected. Like the yes. bailiff would probably come over and be like, "Oh, I got the signed copy." And then, <laughs> you know, like, be, yeah, it's the judge walks in, not this judge, but a different judge would walk in, and be like, mm, "Good read that." Bailiffs. What is your deal with? Ba- Do you just hate all bailiffs? No, <laughs> absolutely not. You probably should. I mean, I probably should because you know they. But so one of my dear brothers in the Scottish Rite Valley is he retired as chief of the fire department and then joined the sheriff's office and now he does a lot of bailiffing, and so I'm trying not to be too hard on bailiffs. Uh, he just went from what? dumb to dumber. I would hate to see what you being hard on Bayless would be. No, it just they they're itchy to see some action because there's not any he, action. He would be actively messing with them instead of passively messing with with them. 
Well, plus I'm still bitter because my first appearance in the district court here in the big town, um, like the judge decided to like screw with me because it's some kind of hazing ritual they have for new lawyers and the bailiffs are all in on it. And then so I'm still holding that one against against them. <laughs> Don't blame the bailiffs. They're just following the benches. I know. I know. It, it's, a it, thing. it's not and, fun riding pine. I feel bad for those guys. Yeah, not in this county where I'm doing jury duty, where I live, but in the the big city county. Call it. Is that so? There's like a term for screwing with the new lawyers. No, I'm talking about being a bailiff. Refer to it as riding pine, riding the bench. Mm. It's got to be a suck job. Like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, is there a worse job for a cop to have? There probably is, but. I don't know. I, I did it as a contractor for INS courts, so that was always entertaining. But so our judge, we, judge, judge Judy makes like three hundred grand a year or something. Well, here most of our, not most, but uh, a few of our bailiffs are volunteer deputies, because that's a thing here. So, yeah. Um, uh, most of them have been replaced with like actual deputies and then they moved all the volunteers down to the door doing the security thing at the metal detector um, again yeah. uh, yes we have volunteer deputies in the sense of volunteer firefighters we have volunteer sheriff's deputies yeah most of those mm-hmm. I've met are drunk so coming uh, for me that which, wait, wait which one the firefighters or the deputies uh, I've never oh. met a volunteer deputy in my life we call them uh, reservists, and they're all unsworn up here. Uh, that's what they're and called they, here, but they are sworn. No, yeah, they, no, they not have, here. They would not be, and they wouldn't be manning any post. They have badges and police powers, and all that. But oh. they're encouraged not to use said police powers unless yeah, you know them. they really, really have to. There's one of My them dad's here one in his county, and he said, he said they they were told as in every. Every way that they could be worded, that their authority stops at the front steps. They take that. They they hop off that last step and hit the public sidewalk. They're no longer authority. That sounds exactly like my time as a federal cop. <laughs> but yeah, that, federal you know, cop. not up here. There's a job a job I keep playing with and thinking I might do, and then I say no. So. Uh, the feds, they, they want me in multiple ways, man. Yeah, they do. Mm. <clears throat> no, don't yep. do it. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think of my student loan burden and how working for Uncle Sam for like 10 years would make that all go away. Uh, You'll spend it in therapy. Never mind the, you know, getting shot part and, you know, pretending to be a 12-year-old girl on the internet to catch pedophiles all day and whatever else FBI agents do with computer right. security backgrounds. I feel like you would be really um, good at that. <laughs> no comment. The thing I want to know is, is that, a, is that a detail people volunteer for? Or is it like, hey, guess what? It's it's your week to be the, the You're on the Jimo division. Oh. I mean, I, I, I do that right now. That's how all of, uh, you know, the... All the dudes show up to our lodge, and then Bruce gets all Chris Hansen and is like, have a seat. Have a seat. No, 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 no. Have, have a seat. Have a seat. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, then the other guys come in with the neck tattoos and whatnot, and the guy has a really bad day, and then our community is rid of one more pedophile, and that's it's another service we do for the community. 
<laughs> we get help it's rolling like, up the tenants affair. Hey! <laughs> you know what? Sentence to serve pays off. Giggity giggity. What's really weird is you know when like an old past master of the lodge walks in and then you don't know if like he's the perp you're waiting for or if he just showed up to get some coffee. And then, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Worshipful, did you just get the email? Shot who and what? No, nope, we're good. Come on in here, get a cop. What's with the balloons, <laughs> Worshipful? What's in the bag? <laughs> What's in the fucking box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> you always, you always yes. have condoms and licorice around with you? Yes. <laughs> you're a weird guy. Uh, licorice. You could tell how behind the times I am <laughs> these days. Wouldn't even know what that is. So yeah, now it's now it's like batteries for their cell phones. Mike would know this. He's a cell phone guy. Tell us more, Mike. You'd be surprised how many battery packs I sell in a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> charging cables and iTunes cash. I don't know. <laughs> so much easier now. He's just got like that Hello Kitty phone case and yeah. <laughs> So that's why I never we, bring uh, before we all end up meeting more federal <laughs> cops that can't prove intent that we didn't want. Um, let's uh, let's move on to something else. Huh? People. <laughs> uh, and now for something completely different. Yes. Something. Quickly. I hope so. Quickly. This is, this is sliding off the rails. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Oh nope. fuck! Nope, we're not going. Uh, oh, that one got a little stinky, winky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. I had nothing. I had nothing to do with any of that delivery. I am so proud of you guys. What about delivery? Harlan just fell out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's gonna happen. This is this is how this ends. I finally get put on a jury, and then some defendant's attorney says this case is stinky winky. <laughs> and then I'm in contempt. You just can't stop. And I'm in contempt. When the judge says, "Get a hold of yourself, man." Like the old past master, and I, I can't. And then the bailiffs are hauling me off, and I'm just falling apart. <laughs> your, your Honor, I'd like to uh, <laughs> submit to the court Exhibit 12, where the chairman of the jury is <laughs> talking about pedophilia on an online uh, podcast. Have a sheet. Yes. Have a seat. Um, I'm just going to hope that... Uh... Winky. <laughs> Stop John, John, were you here for the episode we explained that it was? I don't, I don't remember. Three weeks I, ago, maybe. I think that might have been the one week, the the my skip week that I missed out on because okay, that so, was our, uh, our big oh, master boy. mason degree. Man, it went bad for me. It was like one of those cartoons where the guy's brain just busts and starts steam coming out of his ears and stuff. It was just hilarious. Rut row. Well, there's a there's a prominent mason in the area real straight lace guy you know long time past master 
plays it by the book. He was, he was on the degree. Street laced years. isn't like a strong enough phrase. Like this guy does most of the funerals. Yeah, I mean, like this. This oh. is a very somber, serious. not necessarily serious, but a very stoic individual. Yes. Yeah. There there you go. That's the word. Yes. That's the word. Yes. And there is, you know, kind of the maybe let's say pre-scripted part, uh, and it's during that part, and he out of nowhere. I mean, it's kind of in relation to what's going on, but he just says the words "stinky winky." He says, "And harmed his goddamn Ew. mind." <laughs> and then I just broke like the the synapse. Harlan was like literally <laughs> on the floor in tears, laughing. And then he's looking at me like all all disapproving, like like pull yourself right. together, man. And like I can't, I can't. I was completely broke. Like I, I that was just it. Uh, if you ever saw Tropic Thunder, like I went full retard. It was <laughs> <laughs> there was no coming back from it. And then, like the harder you try to like rein it in, the the you worse could not got. you could not even stand up. Like it was bad. No, it was terrible. I, I haven't I haven't laughed that hard in my entire life. It was like I couldn't breathe. Um, when he talks about the tears, there were many tears. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on. Like the people on the other side of the lodge are like, "What? What the heck? Do we call an ambulance? What is this part? Is this part of it? Is this part of what's what's supposed to happen? Is there something we missed?" Oh, and then we had the entire like we had the whole Prince Hall delegation there. Yeah, they were they were equally confused because they know me somewhat well at this point, and that was entirely out of character. It's incredibly um, unprofessional of you, Harlan. It was. <laughs> and I wish we could have that judge give you a stern lecture on how you should not do that when we're in the middle of degree work. Uh, I'm so, sure he would. I'm sure if you told him, you would be happy to lecture me some more. Uh, this, like he's taking me under his wing so I can so, wait, take his chair. Wait, all the PHA guys were present for this? Uh, there was a yes. few of them. I mean, it wasn't as big of a delegation as last year, but yeah. Yeah. Well, after what happened last year, I'm not surprised. Uh, uh, well, yeah, we're not going to go back into that. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, they always there were a lot of visitors. It's like our biggest event of the year. Yes, there were. Yes, and I made a complete fool of myself because and, I and it was, was hilarious. laughing like a little girl and couldn't stop. <laughs> because you someone, had a grown-ass man say stinky winky and it just broke something. Well, someone had, had uh, crapped themselves at the moment as well. So he was like, whew. <laughs> oh, gone. Like audibly, you know, like everyone in the room heard it, but no one, everyone was trying not to laugh. If anybody else had done that, it wouldn't have broke me. It was because it was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I'm not, I'm not alone here. Like I got some sympathy from the patron of our lodge who once broke like that when old, our, our Captain America brother was still living and he tried blowing out the altar lights and then... The patron of our lodge like just froze and lost it and couldn't remember his name. He was trying not to fall apart. Um, and, and mind you, like we use candles now, so like that might they actually were not lights. be that funny. The, but at the time, the they were the light bulbs, like the little light bulbs with the squares and compass in them. <laughs> yep, that's what we use. And and he was blowing on them, like trying to blow them out, and like kneeling at the altar, blowing on the lesser lights. And he broke the patron of our lodge, who was presiding at the time. We we recently had a third degree up in our neck of the weeds, in which uh, well, 
when it came to a point where and then the candidate was uh, hoodwinked again. They had done the audible line of, you know, you will subject, blah, 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 blah. And they put the hoodwink on there, and the guy forgot to silence his cell phone. And then all of a sudden, it must have been an Android cell phone, and his, he must have used his GPS to figure out how to get to the lodge because it was a, a different lodge than what he was oh normally from. They put the blindfold on, and I shit you not, within a half a second, all of a sudden, you hear this female's voice from his pocket. That's loud enough. It goes, GPS signal lost. <laughs> the screen came completely off the rails and we couldn't do a fucking thing for like five minutes that was a very appropriate place for that to happen though right that was, the, ti- the timing was it, you couldn't have timed it better it was hilarious it was like within half a second of that blindfold hitting his eyes GPS signal lost and we were done yep so although the the Deadpan individual belting out stinky winky, I think, probably wins. You adjusting, Bruce? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Was I making noise? Not more than usual. But yes. Bruce, you make a lot of noise when you adjust yourself. (laughs) I don't know if you knew this. Sorry. I, I did not. All right, so who else has fun stuff to share with this uh, this here after lodge circle? <laughs> well, um, my the wife and I are on a, a, a war path. Um, Whoa! To a a certain individual that we discovered at, is um, mm, well, you guys know the story. We put him in prison a couple years ago, and uh, he is the now police put him in prison. Well. <laughs> We built the case. We gave him the evidence, the file folder with everything. But and they and they went and arrested him because we did all the work for them. But who is who is we? The wife and I. And the okay. district attorney. Is this the same guy that you were texting us about a few months ago? Like no, no, no. That was that no. was not. We're starting no. to notice a pattern, as Bruce said. You know, <laughs> right? Coincidence twice or twice a qu- whatever you said. Anyway, you're beyond three times. <laughs> There's a pattern here. <laughs> No, 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 no. So, no, there's We've only got really, so many tarps, Mike. He's just, uh, we're just, Great. we're just, uh, trying to make sure he doesn't, uh, screw other people over. So, we're just basically making people aware where he is currently doing business, um, to, uh, uh, to his past habits and not to allow him to scam them as well. So, wow. We told you every master only gets one. We already killed a guy for you. You're done for the year. Killing a candidate doesn't count. That's just <laughs> that's just good housekeeping. Alrighty then. Jesus. Well, it's it's been months, and I've pissed off anybody online. So I hope you guys have some stories. I've I've been you know a little preoccupied with uh, you know hostile political takeovers and jury duty and stinky winky. <laughs> I say the last guy I picked a fight with got suspended and is probably going to get expelled. So I, I got nothing for you. That was a Facebook fight. Does that even count? Not really, but apparently it counts well enough in the state in which this guy was a member. Me. All right. Well, 
I mean, if nobody has anything else, we're uh, it's an off weekend this weekend for us. There's no lodge. We're all gonna go do the uh, do the Easter weekend thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be going down to my old house and uh, making sure the renters get out of it. Oh well, ooh, that's very nice. That of you. sounds like a not fun weekend. Yep, Harlan, be available. I'm uh I'm working on my daughter. I'm trying to like find her more fun things to do with Passover because she's been telling everybody that her favorite part of Passover is putting out the Haggadahs, like the books, like just setting out the books. Like that's her favorite part. <laughs> Ooh, I can't have her telling people that. Like, how boring is is Stater at Harlan's house that his daughter's favorite activity is setting the books out. <laughs> so, I'm trying to find like more fun things to, to play up so that she stops telling people that. You don't um, let her hunt hmm. Easter eggs? Well, I mean, you know, we're we're an interfaith family, so she'll do that on Saturday well, uh, at some point. Yes, yeah, Saturday at like one o'clock, we're gonna be at uh, the church near our old house. They're doing their Easter egg hunt in the graveyard thing. Uh, we'll be at my in-laws' place. They... Wait, Easter egg hunt in the graveyard? Yeah, 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 they hide. That's, that's weird. That's not Neg. Oh my god! They, had, they hide. They hide like five hundred eggs in the graveyard, and like kids run around trying to find them. Ah, goddamn it! It's another toe. Punk. How bad? They hide. Like are kids digging for them? Because they should. Here's your bucket and your shovel. Right. <laughs> well, they have the little. They I'll have the little kids. It's time for the kind of Easter just... hunt. Hey kids, if we hit some of them pretty deep. <laughs> it's like they have a little kid section where they're like under five, where they're just kind of literally just laying in the grass. And then there's like the more difficult, you know, older kids, like under ten, under you know, and then they had them a little bit harder. I hit so the like last three to six feet grandma. deep. You high school kids get to go hunt by the mausoleum. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are the ones that get the show. Uh-huh. What the hell kind of tone do you people live in? We told you. Hey, at what you, point uh, you got to come down here and visit, man? We could. We at could... what point does <laughs> right. At what point does um does grave robbing become archaeology? Serious question. Uh, two thousand years. Two thousand years. Is that what um, I, would, I would imagine. I was going to say five hundred. Fluid. I would say anytime embalming fluid has been added, you're pushing your luck. Well, I mean, I mean embalming fluid's a regular thing now, but 500 years from now, even, it, you know, it, I'd say it'd still fall under archaeology. Well, there won't be, I mean, it'll all be archaeology because we'll be living in like river world or whatever post-apocalyptic scenario we create for ourselves. So, Trump 2010. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> or 2020. <laughs> the whole earth will be a grave is what, what he's trying to track. say. Yes. <laughs> um, Wait, no, what, I mean, so are, we, are we talking money. about digging up a date, or I mean, are we talking about digging up dates? Because uh, there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> Necromancy. When your mom said go out and make some friends, that's not she, what she was talking about. <laughs> Just saying. So my wife Frankenstein. A bright idea to invite Tony to a Passover dinner, and I was trying to explain to her why I don't want to do that. And she didn't get it. And I was like, look, 
He's going to insist on sitting in the prophet's chair because it's the only one that fits. Because this is what he does at Lodge to mess with people, too. He's got to move all the chairs around and be like, no, nah, I got to sit in this one. Like, I'll get stuck in that one. She's not in here. On my freaking bed. I don't know, dude. I'm so bad. Somebody's in trouble. How's life with kids? Hey. Hmm? How's life with kids? <laughs> uh, uh, they broke my headset. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, uh, yeah, this is gonna get. Though, I rode in the car. We've been, we've been. Uh, my 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 stepson has been learning to drive, and uh, I rode in the car once with him while he was driving. Nope, not again. <laughs> I made an agreement with the wife. I'll teach the stepdaughter. She can teach him. Because I've already taught the stepdaughter. Like she drove, she drove on my old road home in the dark from. The local grocery store and she was fine she you know i mean i'm like oh okay i'll teach her you can you can teach him because driving he, he was driving down a uh certain street that's close to us that is riddled with on a friday night mind you that has a lot of foot traffic um and it was uh, I, i'm i'm extremely surprised we didn't run over people so you're saying he drives better than uber's artificial intelligence so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to keep my head down and not look at the road because I, I just. And so was he. It. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> he was driving so close to the cars that park the cars parked on the road. I thought we were going to sideswipe them. Like I was so freaking like scared. But now he's got his own car, so he can sideswipe them all at once. Well, what an attitude to have. Hmm. All of you are great fathers. Things I have to look forward to in about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I've got a long, I've got like 15. So. Yeah, but on the upside, when you reach that point, you'll have oh my God, maybe crush in your mid-40s. Maybe. I, I don't know. You know, by then we'll yeah. have the, uh, yeah. by then we'll have the hyperloop going. So, my kids so you see. Mm-hmm. So my children sun. can die at light speed. Yes. Exactly. The, the stepson doesn't even ha- hasn't even driven a riding lawnmower. So that works. Um, yeah. So the 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 stepdaughter she drives she she drives like the gators around you know the ones that like go forty miles an hour. So she drives those just fine off road even. So I mean like I'll teach her. You can uh handle that one. <laughs> Great. All right. I think we have, holy uh, crazy. We've about reached our allotted time for the evening. Man, that's, yeah, we're that, is, that is stinky wingy. Nah. Mm-hmm. So, if there's nothing else to be brought before the after lodge lodge, um, we will proceed to close. Nothing in the west. Nothing in the further west. No, nothing, nothing at all. Ever. Nothing in the further west. Never. <laughs> nothing anything, in the north. Is there anything or... in the basement? <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about what's in the, the basement. The coal is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks for listening. Episode 195 of the After Lodge Podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge.gmail.com. 
Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. Uh, you can find us on the Freemasonry and Afterlife subreddits. And you can also share us with your friends on the Google Play Store, iTunes, My Freemasonry, Stitcher, Jimmy Potter, and other various and sundry podcast directors. So uh, until next week, brothers, uh, enjoy your Easter weekend, Passover, spring pagan festivals, or just nothing. It'll be like some atheists out there. Enjoy your nothing. Summer when you hear this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> Later, guys. Hey! But they tell me, hey, man, it's not up the party. You put a woman in front and a man behind I hear a woman shout out Who let the dogs out? 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 Say, a doggy is not in if he don't have a bone Oh doggy, who let the dogs A doggy is not in if he don't have a bone Get back, you flea-infested mongrel Well, if I am a dog, the party is on I gotta get my groove on, cause my mind I'm gone Do you see the rays coming from my eye? Walking through the prison, the Digimon just breaking them down Me and my white socks, short, dealing gas, he got Any caliber, you, I think I knew that's why they call me Pitbull Cause I'm the man of the land, with it to me, this is Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out?